0: The Don't Shoot the Messenger podcast is proudly supported by Red Energy, awarded Australia's most trusted energy provider by CanStar three times. Maybe it's time you switch to Red. And for Prince Wine Store, Bank Street, South Melbourne, and delivering Australia-wide, Princewinestore.com.au Miles Thompson, welcome. Before you start, I should say that if you are interested in the wines that Miles is talking about today... And the theme is Bastille Day. Um, A wonderful day. Bigger day in France than it is in Australia. (laughs) The birthday of Anna and my dear friend Katie. Happy birthday, Kate. But remember, you go to www.princewinestore.com.au Or in store for your ten percent list and discount, and use the promo code M for Mary E S for our interstate podcasters. Prince Wine Store can deliver Australia wide. Miles, you have a winter mixed dozen based a a mixed French mixed dozen for Bastille Day.
1: Bastille Day, we often do um, uh, uh, La Tour de France mixed dozen, which we have for years. It's very popular, but. The route wasn't great this year. It can be a bit difficult. It wasn't so, great so we for, we thought, in
0: terms of good vineyards.
1: Yeah, just places to sort of they, – they often go through some really odd spots. But there's some interesting things for sure. But um, anyway, so we thought Bastille Day was just as good. And it means it's all French French wines too, which is always fun. So Fabulous. I go know, ahead. I know. So I've got two today. Um, the first one is uh, Lucien Lardy Beaujolais Villages. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've just, this is just sort of popped back into the country. This is the new vintage. Um, Lucien Lardy's, a, you know, I think he's like third or fourth generation farmer. And we actually got to see him a couple of, uh, a couple of years ago when we were over there and, you know, he doesn't speak a word of French, uh, word of, word of English and we don't speak any French and he smashed us around the vineyards in his old four wheel drive and showed us all the vineyards and stuff. But he's a really very, very cool, very sort of salt to the earth winemaker, wine, you know, really like a grower that makes wine is kind of what I call them, but makes really fantastic Beaujolais. So, you know, Beaujolais having that lovely sort of earthy sort of thing with that lovely spicy sort of top note, bit of kind of red and black fruit thing going on. So, so on the lighter side, so if you like Pinot, you'll like it, but it has maybe, Beaujolais has always got a little bit more of a kind of earthy kind of turned, fresh turned sort of soil sort of thing to it that makes it really lovely, particularly for, I think for winter, having that bit of that savory edge to it as well. So Lucien,
0: L-U-C-I-E-N, Yep, Lardy,
1: L-A-R-D-Y, yeah, and it's the Beaujolais villages. So this is actually from vines from the '50s as well. So really quite old vine material, which is, uh, you know, I think at this level is is yeah pretty pretty sort of special.
0: And this is not a wine you, you store; you drink it straight away.
1: Yeah, look, you can definitely they have they have a system of like crew wine, single vineyards, like you see in Burgundy. But this is like a, 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 a village is like the more sort of entry level. So, yeah, it's probably something I'd just drink over the next couple of years. Cost? Uh, $35 a bottle.
0: Brilliant. And yeah. you can get that at Prince Wine Store. Absolutely. What else is in the French doesn't?
1: Yeah. So I just, I thought I'd do two reds since it's it's cold. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> uh, the other one is uh, one called Chateau Fonterèche and it's their Corbières Rouge. Now, Corbières is right down in that sort of southwest part of France and Often you see around there, uh, particularly with the reds, they kind of make these like, I guess, rustic style reds. So they have a bit of tannin, they have a bit of bite, you know, perfect with sort of like grilled meats and things like this. Um, this is uh, this property has some wonderful old Carignan vines. So Carignan is, is usually a sort of wine that you see a little bit blended into say wines of the Rhone and things like that. Their, their old vines are pretty special there. So they have this really Carignan, great Carignan, which is quite quite sort of spicy white pepper thing going on, blended with some things like Grenache and Maved and, and so it has this lovely sort of that, that warm sort of dark fruits with that sort of heady spice, that white peppercorn sort of thing going on. Um, yeah, really lovely sort of mid-weight kind of going into full, so nice and versatile on the table and just a really fantastic wine.
0: And how much does this one cost? Uh,
1: that is $25 a bottle.
0: That's a Corday Rouge?
1: Corbières. Corbières. Yeah. So down the southwest, you see a lot of these sort of blends. They often Corbiers. have Grenache and Shiraz and Meved and the same sort of things in them. Um, and then there's these villages around there. So this is actually Corbières. So this is the actual village. So a bit, bit more specific, a bit more considered a little more, a little more special, a little more premium because it all comes from a certain area.
0: Is France still the leading winemaker of the world?
1: Well, it's usually, if you look at sort of production levels, generally speaking, France, Italy and Spain are always at the top. Um, it might, year to year, it might change. Maybe it's France one year, maybe it's Italy one year, but they tend to be all around and it's, and it's quite a lot. <laughs> they make a lot of wine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if anyone's been to France, it's vineyards everywhere. I mean, there's literally vineyards everywhere. I know there's vineyards at the back of uh, Paris as well, which they make wine from as well. So if you go there, you know there's always an area there that probably grows something.
0: Well, the mixed dozen sounds absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Are there any whites in there as well, or is it all reds?
1: Yeah, there's a few whites in there as well. There's a little okay. great little Grenache Blanc that also comes from the southwest that's in there, called Felicite, which is a little, uh, which is uh, it's actually we we call it the, the cats in space. Wine because it's got a um, it's got these great like pictures of cats but they're really great wines and again from that southwest so grenache kind of base wines and this is a grenache blanc so lovely sort of textural white I think that's only about twenty five dollars it's really good there's a few whites in there there's a bunch of reds uh, there's a cider as well so sort of up up Normandy way we tried to cover all sort of four points so you know you got stuff from the south stuff from the east there's some things from Beaujolais and up there and then some of the West, Bordeaux, and then the North, uh, some sparkling. We've included uh, yeah, uh, a cider this time. We we'll often inc- include a cider.
0: And uh, as much as I love Miles' segment, it's not as enjoyable when you're doing Dry July, which is what <gasps> I'm doing, doing at the moment. Oh. Well and, done, Caro, but really. <laughs> how yuck. did I time it? I, to, I timed um, my dry month. It's, pro- I think, one of the only weekends of the year that involves five weekends. Like, I started on a weekend, and I'm ending on a weekend. And it's a long month. It is, I mean, it's oh, not sorry. February. <laughs> Look, it's been it's been fine, but I've just got one gripe. I love the Double Zero Heineken beer. Mm. I love heaps normal, and you've told us about yep, some great yep. beers. There are some, you know, reasonable cocktail things you can buy, like, and you've yep. done a few of those yeah, lovely botanical ones. Yeah, we've done a few over the years, Yeah, and um, but why can't they get a non-alcoholic decent wine?
1: Yeah, it's always been. our – we found that too, and we get presented with things all the time. And
0: I'm not saying you need to, but psychologically, it's nice to have a drink in inverted commas at the end of the day, particularly if you're with friends. Are they all just dreadful? Well, I've never been recommended one and I've never, I've always heard they're dreadful. Yeah.
1: Look, I I don't want to, you know, I'm sure I don't want (laughs) to make anyone angry who maybe drinks (laughs) non-alcoholic wine that they think's brilliant, but we've, we've struggled to find one that we think is sort of worthwhile. They're often a bit thin. They like a bit of flavor. Sometimes the process of like, if they re- have the alcohol removed, it sort of really sort of changes that the sort of type of wine, the nice things about something like heaps normal or some of these beers, they can be brewed to be non-alcoholic Yep. rather than the alcohol removed. So they're sort of in through the brewing process, they can do it without sort of, this is my understanding anyway, without having really enough alcohol to be considered alcoholic. And so I think they keep some of those elements and also with beer, for anyone, sort of the nerds out there, there, there's certain things you can do to add the texture and weight that you lose with alcohol. Alcohol, like actual alcohol, has a glycerol feel in your mouth. It gives you a sensation. It adds weight as well to wine and, and to drinks. So when it's not there, you you really lose that. And I think it's very noticeable. I had a friend... And so I think that's with wine. I think it's it's you really notice that it's missing. You kind of, I don't know, that's what we find. We find them a bit thin and... Not great. Yes.
0: And either too sweet or... I had a friend yeah. whose mother Sparkling years ago... Sparkling maybe, but... Yeah, no. Oh, no. I had a friend whose Even mother worse. years ago used to... I think the sparkling's to...
1: really cruel. Oh, well, there we Just go.
0: <laughs> this friend's mother used to boil wine. Boil it. Yeah. To take all the Does alcohol out yeah. of it. Juicy alcohol. And then chill it.
1: Yeah. And drink
0: it. Now, I don't know. I Is don't... that for the calorie <laughs> Well, that aspect. was that was when she was doing Weight Watchers because you weren't yeah. allowed um, alcohol. But I wonder if what it would taste like.
1: I mean if you're gonna if you're gonna <laughs> just have just if have you're gonna, mineral water. Yeah, and if you're gonna it's heat your heat your wine, make mold wine, I don't outside of that, yeah, no. I don't think you should bother.
0: I'm not sure you'd boil all the alcohol. That's extraordinary I don't that think dedication would either. to calories. I don't what it, it would
1: turn into I don't yeah. i Maybe. don't know how much alcohol you could burn from it.
0: No. I know.
1: Without losing most of the volume. Or maybe, a lot of volume.
0: Maybe I'll do a nice French sort of um, mm. beef bourguignon or something, and that can that be my alcohol, yeah, my, I,
1: my wine fix for the month. Totally. I think there is some really good non-alcohol options, definitely, and, and we've probably discussed the better ones on here, but I think, you're yeah, outside of that, unless you sort of, you know, I think you just find other drinks.
0: Just get through the month. Yeah. Anyway, Miles, they're they they are great recommendations. Yeah, some good wines. The best deal date mixed dozen is available at Prince Wine Store, and those two... The Corbier Rouge.
1: Yep. Fontaresh Corbiers Rouge.
0: And um, the Beaujolais Village by Lucien Lardy. Yep.
1: Fantastic one. Absolutely
0: fabulous. We'll see you next week. We'll oh, see you
1: then.